people underestimating me is my secret weapon. James Patterson. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Today we're talking about one of the most difficult to research characters in your cast because they intentionally are hard to spot. These are your secret ingredients. They are the secret weapon of your story. The hero fails just before he succeeds for the final time. The difference between that failure and that success is often not in the hero, but in somebody else who's participating in the scene, often a secondary character. That secondary character is your secret ingredient. They're the ones that tip the scales in the hero's favor right when it's most important. And it can come from the hero side or the villain side. It's remarkable how many on this list that showed up were named Worm something. (laughs) Grimma Wormtongue ends up tossing Saruman off the tower and killing Saruman. You also have Wormtail that ends up letting Harry live despite being right there and able to kill him. I feel like Alfred is Batman's secret ingredient. Batman would not be nearly as competent if Alfred weren't backing him up every step of the way. Grogu in The Mandalorian is also kind of a secret ingredient, especially in that first season where they go fight that big, hairy, gross, muddy beast. Grogu is the only reason why Din Djarin was able to defeat it. I find that when there are a lot of neurodivergent children represented in a story, they tend to be the secret ingredient character also. And this is especially true if there are aliens involved. In the fairly recent movie of Predator, Rory, the autistic kid, is the secret ingredient. Also in the TV show Eureka, Kevin Blake is able to communicate with the aliens on a separate level. You can also have a secret ingredient in a low-stakes story, such as Legends and Lattes, a cozy fantasy story I read recently. The secret ingredient character is Thimble, this ratkin who bakes, and his food is the key in helping solve one of their biggest problems. So it's a literal secret ingredient. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) These secret ingredient characters pop out of the woodwork in a wide variety of ways. You may have noticed some of these are burden characters. Some of these are villain characters. There are a lot of different pieces so that you as the reader don't know where the secret ingredient is coming from. Some of the more common tropes of where they come from includes when the dog bites back. This is the villain's closest allies. Someone is either redeemed or realizes that no matter what they do, this villain will never see them as anything more than just some minion to be bossed around. This is your Grima warm tongue who isn't necessarily redeemed, but says, no, how dare you not give me what I want? I'm going to shove you off this tower right now. Sometimes you will have the ignored expert. This comes as the climate scientist a lot of the time, where they're shouting at the wall going, please listen to me. And then when the hero does, then we're able to succeed and save the universe. As you mentioned earlier, this can also be that neurodivergence as a superpower. 
you know, the example from Predator and Eureka, where how they communicate and how they understand the world is actually the key, the superpower in being able to conquer whatever villainy they're facing. You also have the character who goes and summons the cavalry that ends up saving the hero in the last second. I feel like Han Solo is kind of that character where he comes in as the cavalry and is able to tip the scales in Luke's favor so that they can save the day. Sometimes you will also get Chekhov's skill. This is perfectly represented with Marisi in The Alloy of Law, who is the entire book convinced that her power is useless. And she's constantly saying that all it's ever done is help her get through a boring conversation because all it does is speeds up time around her. So the Chekhov skill is the mention of this power consistently enough that we know that it's going to serve a purpose. And then at the end, we see how beautifully it is used to help them capture the bad guy. Now, there are some traits that you can have in your story to nudge the reader in this direction. They can start to suspect this character does serve a purpose. They don't necessarily know how, but if they can start to guess that it serves a purpose, you bypass the deus ex machina threat of someone coming up and stabbing him in the back at the very end. Ta-da! So you do need to have those hints, those traces. One of the best ways that you can do that is to either have the character be overlooked by the heroes, where you can see some of those hints at their capability, but the heroes just because they've known them too long say, oh, that's just so-and-so. Oftentimes, this is the burden character, Yaskir in The Witcher or Grogu in Mandalorian. These characters that feel like they're weighing the hero down end up popping in at the last second and making the difference, and now we know the purpose that they're serving in this story. These characters can also be the hostage element of the shoot the hostage trope, where they've been captured and the villains just say, okay, shoot the hostages, or we're going to shoot the hostages, and the hostage says, uh, no, and fights against it. And that ability to fight back is that key that makes them the secret ingredient. So some of these archetypes that you'll see and the stereotypes that you see wrapped around these secret ingredient characters would be the empowered victim, like we were just talking about, the potential hostage that manages to get the upper hand and do just enough damage to give the hero time to be a hero. You can also have the village idiot. This is sometimes Jar Jar Binks, where his blundering actually turns out to be good sometimes. Or the Neville kind of character who, despite being the village idiot through the whole thing, gets his moment to stand up and change the course of things by taking out a Horcrux on his own. I also feel like Marcy in Alloy of Law fills the badass bookworm. So she's very intellectually smart. She understands cerebrally what's going on. She's just kind of naive because she's never actually been out in the roughs. So you have this character who shouldn't be good, and then it turns out, hey, she's actually good with a gun as well. So she's this badass bookworm character. The love interest in The Mummy, Evelyn, she fits this as well. I kind of feel like the brother was the secret ingredient in The Mummy, because he was the one who ended up reading the book when she was captured and he was fighting. The brother was the one going, it looks like a bird or a stork, and together they're able to translate this book. 
in the end, your secret ingredient character is going to play one very specific purpose, and that is to turn the tide of the battle in the favor of the hero. There are a few ways to get there. One of the best ways to make sure that you aren't creating a deus ex machina is to make sure that it's a person making a choice. It's not an object. So if it's this tool that the hero had all along, then why didn't they use it the first time around? If someone is making an emotional choice on behalf of the hero, that is necessary for them to be a secret ingredient character. This is something that also needs to be planned out from the beginning. They serve as the twist the whole way. So that when it does come time for their secret ingredientness to be revealed, it makes sense. And you say, oh, I can see all of the elements and the reasons why this is the case from the beginning. You can have more than one secret ingredient, but you only have tops two, and one of them has to work for the bad guy. So if we were to get a Marauder's story, Wormtail would be the secret ingredient that turns the tide for the villain, and it ends with the villain victorious. This often leads to your hero's lowest moment. So your love interest turns out is working for the bad guy. Your hero is that much deeper and darker and alone. But something has to change so that they can remain victorious at the very end of the story. Sometimes the secret ingredient character will have the down but not out moment. You think they are dead, they're gone, they're out of the picture, but then they are able to come back and save the day. Or they were just faking being dead and they're able to do that final thrust of a dagger into the villain's ankle or whatever. We think Gandalf isn't coming by the light of the third day. They have to survive Helm's Deep. Gandalf isn't there for the majority of the conflict. And then when he returns, that down but not out, he comes back and the humans are able to survive Helm's Deep. You do have to be careful, as we've mentioned a couple of times, that this is not a deus ex machina, that you do not turn this into a, oh, look, there's suddenly a solution. There has to be a way to see the outcome of this from the very beginning. We need to be able to look back and see all of those pieces coming together that show, yes, this is the secret ingredient and it was planned all along. Obviously, we don't know that the secret ingredient is a secret ingredient until they reveal and that twist happens. So there are some great places in the rest of your cast to look for these secret ingredients one of which is the comedic relief, and another is the villain's chorus or society of friends. We are going to be talking about both of those in our next two episodes, so keep this in mind as you listen to the next couple. If you can have one of those secret ingredient characters be the comedic relief or the villain's chorus, it will help your story along. But honestly, it can be any character. Any character with the skill, with the knowledge, with the capability of turning the tides for your hero. To find that secret ingredient, you just need to write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.